0: Welcome to the Imposture to Unstoppable podcast, where physicians can learn how to overcome imposter syndrome and create the career of their dreams. Hello there. It has been a crazy summer for me. I hope that you had a great summer. Um, If you've been around for a while, you know that we were spending our summer, well, July and August in our camper and we put our house on Airbnb. And I will tell you that it was a wonderful success. I think that eight weeks in a camper might've been too long. Six weeks was probably the perfect amount of time. Those last two weeks were a little bit rough, but I think what made it hard is that we had people in our house those last two weeks. So we couldn't go home for a break. I think if we had the ability to go home for a break, then it would have been totally fine to be there for two months, but my kids loved it. It was awesome. We, uh, my husband and I were able to do fires whenever I was h- home at night and it was just a really fun time. But we've also had a crazy transition, and really challenging summer as well. And that has included me closing up shop at my current job. And my husband, as I talk right now, is heading down to Georgia for my next job, which I start next month. And there has been some challenges for me with a variety of things that have been hard to manage at some point. And My husband and I have both had our own mental health challenges, sometimes simultaneously. So it has definitely been an exercise for us and me for compassion, self, especially self-compassion. And um, I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel as we kind of venture out of here and start our new adventure. And I'll be sure to update you as we go along. So today, I want to talk about something that's been on my mind for a long time, and that is the topic of resiliency. And this is on my mind because I was being coached a couple months ago now, and it came up um, that we as doctors tend to use our resiliency against ourselves. And the more I thought about this and realized what I was doing to myself, I recognized that this is pervasive among among doctors. And what happens is that we are so good at being resilient that we forget how to actually recover and focus on our own needs. And instead, we just continue to pride ourselves in being resilient. And what makes it more of a challenge is that sometimes our own hospitals or practices are talking about resilience training and 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 boasting about how resilient their doctors are and i think that at this point it's really doing a, a disservice to us at least that's what i realized for me that i my resilient nature was actually what prevented me from getting help when i really needed it and it got to the point where i was at a at a place where it was really dangerous before i Had my crying out for help, which was still a challenge for me. So let's start with the definition of resilient. It is the ability to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. Now, let's unpack that definition real quick. And I think this is important because the context of being a doctor is so specific that. I don't know if we, it's really fair to use resilient as a blanket word without having some nuance ad, added in. So, the first thing is recover. The word recover in the definition. Recover quickly from difficult conditions. Let's talk about recover. Physicians as a whole in general do not know how to recover. And what that means is there has been an injury of some sort that requires you to recover from. So let's look at the definition of recover, which is return to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. Now, if we go back to the definition of resilient and plug that definition in, it's the, it's the ability to return to a normal state of health, mind, or strength quickly from difficult conditions. Okay. How often do you feel like you are recovering to a normal state of health, mind, or strength? If you're anything like me, the answer is probably not very often or never. So, The first thing we need, we must do is pause and recognize that being resilient means actually taking the time to recover. It's not suppressing everything and pretending that you're fine when you're really not. Because I think that for a long time, that's what I thought resiliency was. Moving on, quickly is not a fantastic word here, because as type A control freak perfectionists that most doctors are, we're going to take that word quickly to make it a competition or to make it as fast as humanly possible, right? But that's all relative. Quickly, quote unquote, is who knows what that means? That could be months, days, minutes, who knows? It all depends on what the difficult condition was. And how far you are away from your normal state of health, right? It's not just by the next patient you have recovered or in the morning you have recovered, like we often pretend is the case. And finally, difficult conditions, quote unquote, difficult conditions, I think that what has happened is that there are many conditions that we are enduring as physicians that are actually not difficult conditions and are actually trauma, abuse, gaslighting, so on and so forth. So to just label our job as a difficult condition and then expecting us to return to a normal state of health in 30 minutes is really inappropriate and in fact, not resilient, but dangerous. So human emotions or sometimes when all hell is breaking loose in your life, that's not a time to focus on resiliency. It's to focus on allowing the emotions to happen and then recovering from something that happened to you. Being resilient shouldn't be a lifestyle. It shouldn't be something that you pride yourself in when shit happens to you. It should be used for moments in time that require our attention and skills. Meaning, if I'm on call and... A baby dies or there's a difficult outcome with a patient, for the most part, in that moment, I need to recover and continue to care for patients until my shift is done. But it doesn't mean that I don't go home and feel what I need to feel and recover from the trauma that I have endured. And only once you recover, then you can be truly resilient. The problem for so many physicians is that we have forgotten how to recover from things. We don't know. We have forgotten how to take time for ourselves. Self-care is basically a joke now. People say, oh yeah, self-care, I got my glass of wine. Oh yeah, self-care, I got a pedicure. No, no. Recovery requires focused attention and honesty and vulnerability with yourself. There are things in life that it's not normal to recover quickly from. Resiliency should not be at the expense of true recovery. I've thought a lot about this because I truly feel like I want my resilient nature to be something that allows for me to be honest with my emotions and where I'm at. So a resiliency practice really first must focus on being honest about where you are in your recovery. Meaning you have returned to a normal state of health of the mind or body, right? If you are saying to yourself, you ask yourself, am I at my normal state of health, emotional health, physical health, mental health? That's a place where you you are resilient from. If at baseline right now, you have endured so much that you are not at the normal state of health, then that is your goal. Resiliency is preventing you from actual recovery. What I mean by that is you are masking suppression and calling it resiliency. You are ignoring your needs, your own health, and calling it resilience. Stop doing that, please. I'm here for you, as always. I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me. You can find me at kristinyatesdo on Instagram, or you can email me at k821 at gmail.com, or check out my website for any free offerings I have, which is kristinyatesdo.com. Hey there, just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself, and I had tried to contract out editing, and it was, really got some really, really bad results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with pretty easy podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule. And it's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out.